the Big 12 Saturday, January 6th recap edition of the Big 12 experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com, code SGPN, to get 50% off your first month today and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast, brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gaming podcast network what a day the openers in the big 12 i'm about freaking 15 beers in just drinking some whiskey now i i up and down the emotions of college basketball the first full conference saturday uh if you're wondering who you're listening to i am Moneyline mac aka the former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin and joining me first up, you guys know him as a walking contradiction because he was born in Provo, Utah. They're at halftime against Cincinnati Bearcats. He's got family in Ames, Iowa. They were on the short end today. He lives in Markentown, West Virginia, and we don't even need to talk about that fucking game. No, he is Rambling not. Rush, co-host of the Ryan and Rush Show. Rush, what's up, my man? How are you? I know we texted all day, but how are you? Doing do well. I'm doing so three and three. Uh, hopefully BYU hits this minus eleven. Obviously sweating out the Colts uh, plus one and a half right now, but they're driving. Knock on wood right here. Did hit the uh, Steelers minus three line. So we're doing. We're doing. Hey, we, no matter what, love the scene behind me through thick and thin. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a long season. It's one game, everybody. Go Joe uh, Missoula and the Celtics. Let's go, baby. <laughs> no doubt. But hey, third man in the box. You guys know him as the Big 12 guru because he is the green mowing, weed growing, Big 12 guru, Troy Tuning. What's up, man? Uh, how are you, man? I made a uh, a pretty big like uh, instead of making blueberry muffins, I just made a loaf of bread. Yeah, but I used half a cup of my my cannabis coconut oil, and uh, after <laughs> hitting after hitting my hockey parlay earlier at, at almost twenty one to one, I had a pretty big slice of that. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh, sweating out this this BYU play for the the dust up day parlay. We're we're pretty close. We're pretty close, guys. It, I I was about to say we do have a yeah. uh, January six. Shout Utah. out Hasty DJ Watt <laughs> yeah. racism yeah. January six day sacks. He got two of them. He could have taken the latter too. Hey, we're not encouraging it. We're just saying if there's an angle to make money off of it, you know you got to ride it. So we put together a parlay last night of January six. A lot of white people uh, in the state of Utah, and we saw the late window. They'd be riled up in that game. So you look at it. What? where we took Utah State, laying the number against Colorado State. They just fucking stormed the court. Fantastic comeback win. Dixie State, uh, also known as Utah Tech, which is stupid that they renamed that, uh, that is covered stupid. against Grand Canyon. And our final leg is the BYU Cougars laying nine and a half against the Cincinnati Bearcats, up seven at the half. It's also fitting because we're the Big 12 College Experience. 
the final game of our leg. But let's go. Uh, let's recap the action. First up. All right. <laughs> I don't think I could have hit it on this game any more accurate than what actually fucking happened. It's almost like I've seen this fucking shit for 20 years. The Jayhawks find a way 83-81. TCU continues to be a thorn in their side. The officials, uh, we're the officials in the fog once again. Troy, thoughts uh, the old, on the on this uh, game at the fog? The open, the old, the old flagrant, the old flagrant four point swing uh, <laughs> really made a difference in this one, huh? So I think it was. Man. I think it would have been. I think it would have been okay to call it a foul, but the the shots and the ball really killed him. And then you know, Dewan makes a, a pretty tough little running running shot there. Yeah. Big four point swing, and you just you just knew then that Kansas was gonna they, they were gonna make sure they won that game. Yeah, I I thought I had an angle on this one with I, I know what you were saying, Ryan, with the whole TCU's always been a thorn in Kansas's side. But I thought I looked, I'm like, hey, this is this is the start Big Twelve play. Kansas is gonna remember that they're gonna want to make a statement. Um, so they did not cover the game because of that. But also the angle of that we were all on that it's eight versus five in the fog. I mean, just that that's, that's an angle to be on. So <laughs> it, it just shows itself every time. That shit's a joke. That shit is a total joke. Uh, that is not a flagrant foul. I don't care if he hit him in the fucking face. You don't call that with 90 seconds. I don't care if you're the biggest rule follower ever. Um, highlighting some guys in that game. Hunter Dickinson goes for 30 and 11. Uh the Jayhawks actually out-rebounded them 40-28. to 28. Troy, what do you think of these Jayhawks going forward? So, obviously, they get it done in the fog. Are they vulnerable? Is this team Kansas team as good as the ones in the past as of right now? Well, they're missing the they're missing the guard play, like the teams from the past. They're not they're not really getting Dewan to shoot the basketball as much as he probably should. And I know they were even talking about that on the broadcast, but the uh, the rebounding difference is what I had written down as you know the the death by a thousand cuts slowly but surely Kansas was able to you know give themselves a couple more second chances to hang around and and one and duns on the side for TCU when they did miss so they're just right now it's just McCullough and, and Dickinson and they're kind of easier to play than you would expect without that that guard that really can take over. So Kansas's schedule's very fascinating um, after this game. Obviously, we don't want to overreact to, you know, the one first game, game in Big 12. Yeah, one game in Big 12 play. But I do think we learned a couple things with this Kansas team is that old Kansas toughness. The, the question is still, is it there? Can these guys get down, you know, be in a grinded out game against an even better team and still and not need the refs to bail out of this game? But here's where things could get interesting for Kansas and could help or hurt them up next. They're at UCF. They're vert. Then they're against Oklahoma. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this Oklahoma team here. I think there's questions with them, but they did prove a lot today against Iowa state at Oklahoma state at West Virginia against Cincinnati, then at Iowa state. And then they, and then they start to play their, their tougher, tougher schedule there. So the question's going to be is when they get to that part of the season, are, are these kind of going to be some warm up games for them? And then all of a sudden Kansas takes off like they do, or are we going to see this type of Kansas when they're in these games? And I get it. History shows that TCU has been a thorn in their side, but 
I'm I'm really curious about that Oklahoma game. They they should crush Central Florida at Central Florida, but yeah, I think that Oklahoma game is going to tell us a lot. And I think that's a week from today, next Saturday. Yes, one thirteen. So we'll 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 see then. Well, I, I'm still I'm not sold on this Kansas team, but I'm also not ready to sell them either. I think they're still in a little bit of a purgatory state. And like I said, the Kansas litmus is a different than any other litmus. I'm, t- I'm comparing this to the traditional Kansas team. It, they're a weird team because they play two bigs and they, they haven't played two bigs forever with Adams and Dickinson. And they just don't make shots at a high clip from, from, from the perimeter. Um, what do you, what, Troy? What do you think about the frogs going forward? I, I was impressed. I, they kind of had a soft, not or not kind of, they had a very, very soft non-conference schedule. I, I walked away from that game impressed with the athleticism, physicality of the frogs. How about you? Yeah, I think they cemented their place, and what we were talking about would be like the second tier. Um, yeah. they're not quite that top tier team, but by their record, you would have you would have wanted to put them in that second tier, but they needed to prove something. This proved plenty for me, and you know we've talked about it. They really have Kansas's number recently, but as long as you got Jamie Dixon over there, your team's going to have a shot in a lot of these Big Twelve games that are all going to come down to one and two possessions. And I mean, if it's not for the fog, if that game's not in in Kansas, this might have gone to OT or even TCU sneaks out like a one point win or something again. So pretty impressed. Uh, would like to see Kansas play better basketball, but it's still scary that they're able to win these games and it's a, a two man game for them. And and they've got the warm up games in the schedule. Uh, I guess that's why, you know, when we saw them at plus two ninety to win the regular season conference, it's still a no brainer to just take this Jayhawks team. Yeah. Like I said, last episode for me, my two biggest teams where there's a question mark where I could see these teams rising to the top or falling to the bottom is Kansas state and TCU. Obviously we'll get to Kansas state here in a second, but a win over UCF at home doesn't really move the needle for me. Uh, this TCU grinded out and the fog and need those other three officials to bring home the win for Kansas is uh, does a lot for me. So I'm definitely way more confident in this TCU team than I was 24 hours ago. Yeah, I, I I think it's an NCAA tournament team. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move along. Uh, next up, before we do that, we got to hit an ad break. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy because you have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long with NFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, college football. Over on Underdog, simply pick higher, lower, and cash in. Troy, you got anything queued up on uh, Underdog Fantasy? No, I hadn't really looked yet. I uh, I know. Raekwon kind of blew our our yeah. underdog here because LJ Cryer really showed up. I'm sure we'll get into that, but uh, yeah, no, nothing queued up. I probably will tweet something out before the NFL tomorrow, though. If anybody wants to 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 hit that up and and use our promo code, yep, at TCE SGPN and follow at Troy Tuning to get his plays tomorrow. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile website, UnderdogFantasy.com, and when you use that sign up code TCE SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code TCESGPN. All righty, let's get into this fucking game. Houston makes a fucking statement. We'll just say that. 89-55, and honestly, I don't even think it was that close. I, it was more of a 40-point win. Um, Obviously, the Mountaineers were fucking god-awful today. Uh, punch right in the mouth, never really fought back. Raekwon battle was... 
not good. They, You could tell that he was at the top of their scouting report, took him right out of the game. Houston's an elite defensive team. I was really disappointed in the Mountaineers' lack of fight. That was the main thing I took out of it. I, I knew Houston was going to come out ready to play, but I'm, I'm more disappointed in our side of it. Um, Houston, I mean, I'm not – I'm not, nothing changes with them for me. I, I think they're an elite team that has a chance to go to the final four still, but uh, the Mountaineers, that was very disappointing. Troy, you were on the Cougars. What was your takeaway from this? I mean, the really, the biggest angle for Houston is that with Kelvin Sampson as the coach, it's not a true like first time in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, specifically for this basketball program, Kelvin Sampson's been here for plenty of years and coached in the big 12 and kind of understands, you know, there are going to be grinded out games. There are going to be week to week games. And some of these where you can, you know, get an early punch and kind of cruise, you got to take advantage of that. And, uh, you know, just watching LJ Cryer at Baylor for so long, the kid can shoot, the kid can play perimeter defense is a really big transfer for them to get. Uh, yeah, they look a lot like the, the Baylor team, that won the national title in terms of, of how intense of a defense they can play and still execute and shoot the ball efficiently on offense. They're, they're really scary. Um, again, probably the reason why they're still the shortest odds to win the regular season, because I, I do think they're the best team in a talent standpoint. I would agree that they're the best team from a talent standpoint. Um, going back to the West Virginia side of things, obviously we do the Ryan and Russ show, um, check it out if you haven't subscribed to it or the West Virginia side of things podcast that Ryan and I do. Um, this this game was from the West Virginia side of things, a game of pickup basketball. You have a bunch of individuals out there on the court that are playing like that. There's no one's taking that extra pass. Wide open threes are being missed. There, no foundational. None of the foundation is there. It, it's bad defense. It's just no one cares that at least that's the way it comes across. And I hope that changes. I hope things get better. Um, Obviously, I'll give Houston all the credit in the world. But my problem with this this West Virginia team is obviously some of it's not their fault. The reason they're playing like a bunch of individuals is you can't – when you don't have that easy, easy non-con to kind of find your mesh and find your team, this – we're seeing a result to it. But I – it doesn't come across like they're doing any, like it feels like they fell into a hole and it's like, well, I guess, you know, we're kind of yeah. in this hole, everyone. We're yeah. Here. No. And like, so what I'm saying is, yeah, maybe it didn't start out as their fault, but, and yeah, maybe you're playing the number three team in the country and one that could win the national championship. But what I, but I also have the question is what are you doing to make this better? And I haven't, found an answer yet ryan it's it's been you've been in the one in this locker room so maybe you can answer it a little better than i have but at least from the outside point of things it's just no they, it's not they, good they fucking folded today i mean that was that was they folded early like yeah. early, like they ain't even just yeah. like okay where they yeah. it didn't go their way for the first five ten minutes and they just at, at what what was it like the game it was 7 to 11 the scoreboard finally showed up and they probably tried to get rid of that scoreboard on espn plus to make it easier for us west virginia fans <laughs> but and then it became like 7 16 and then it was like seven like and then after that it was just like well all right well we tried guys yeah, i guess no, they're not I, going in today 
It was awful. Like, um, still 35 but, minutes left in this game. Like you said, four for fucking 24 from three. It was it was atrocious. Uh, I don't really have, other than Pat Sumnick, I really don't have a glass half full angle. Houston uh, moves to what? 14-0 and and the only remaining team, unbeaten team in the country now um, because Southern Miss upset JMU and Tennessee fucking whacked Ole Miss. So, Shout out to uh, Houston from here. Houston goes th- it goes to Ames, so I'm looking forward to that one. And another shout out, even though I lost the spread today. Speaking of Houston, to the Houston Texans, I know, separate gambling Swim, podcast. Yeah. Check out check out the M- M- NFL gambling podcast that Ryan and J Mark do. Fantastic show. Hey, good for CJ Stroud and that Houston Texans team. I know they're in. They're in. Yeah, so, uh, they in. Good for them. M- Mountaineers got. K-State at home on Tuesday, so we'll see what happens. And we'll see. I don't know. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud was such an easy angle. The Stroud boys on January 6th, not making that, <laughs> not making that bet. You're an imbecile. I mean, he, you know, Texans. It continues. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. Next up on the dock. <laughs> Baylor. <game>. Baylor, 75, <laughs> Oklahoma State, 70 in overtime. Hope you got it at five and a half like we did yesterday on the show at the open. We win by the hook in overtime. It was the right side the entire day. Um, it was this was a good Fuck game. Me. This was back and forth. You gotta give Mike Boyden credit because he always gets his guys up in Big 12 play. Now they're not that good, they're young, but they don't they don't do what West Virginia did today. They don't fold, they at least fight. And you give Baylor credit too. Two for 15 from three, find a way to get a win, 75-70. Troy, these are both your teams takeaways from uh the bears and cowboys going forward yeah the uh the two for 15 from three was i mean it was very telling and it's kind of why oklahoma state got to hang around but i was pretty happy seeing you know garrison actually uh uh commit something on the court in, in a positive manner to the team he looks like he could be the best player on the team over small um when he's committed to playing the way that he did today i mean 6'11", big guy down there. If you can, you know, just outwork some dudes, you're going to look significantly better. All you got to do is not get tired and commit to it. So that's good to see. Uh, You know, maybe it does have something to do with shape. But I was really, really happy that we got it at the five and a half, especially watching Bridges. Bridges got it at four and a half right before the game, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Dunking that ball. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That was a rough that, one Troy. if you got that one right away. Yeah, I need to. I need. This is going to be like the Iowa State pre-investigation investigation. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Raj, what did you think of this game? This was this is a good game. It, it was a great game, and man, I'll tell you what: these overtimes in college basketball shifting Ooh. shifting from football betting to basketball betting is just everyone out there before Big Twelve play started. Like every any picks I gave in college basketball were just a mulligans. I was just warming up, feeling back the game. Man, overtime, that, especially these home teams or, or the, against these, these teams that are, are favorites and they get that second win in them and it goes into overtime, geez. But anyway, we escaped. Good thing we got it at five and a half. Yeah, Oklahoma State does what Oklahoma State does best. And I guess they, they, they tried to take this from Gundy and the football team is let's just treat the non-con like the preseason. All right, Big 12 yeah. basketball's <laughs> back. Let's pretend like we care. Or, and, hey, when we are the, the first four out or the next four out, we'll all know why. Uh, so, hey, it's – but, hey, this Oklahoma State team, I mean, hey, good for them. Boynton does what he does best. He's at home. It's Big 12 play. Uh, it's 
you know, it's it's always hard going on the road to to Stillwater, and that continues here. So good good for Oklahoma State uh, staying around. No, it, it, you're right, Rush. It, it is. It, it is hard to go on the road. And this game was a Big Twelve game. This, like the the, like I said, man. And I and I know I got mocked for it by multiple people. You should not lay twenty in the Big Twelve. I know today Houston made a mockery of that. That's a once in a the exception, a, not the rule. Yeah, like that doesn't happen rarely ever in the big 12 every game is exactly like this where oklahoma state's not that good baylor's ranked it's a dog fight drag it out all the way to the end so kudos to oklahoma state for fighting um from here baylor like you said baylor found a way baylor troy what do you think of baylor man i i'm impressed that they were able to win that way because i actually questioned their toughness but they were able to win going two for 15 they got byu at home on tuesday um the altercation so they, yeah. Baptist versus Mormons. And then on the other side, what is uh what is uh OK State do? They go to Lubbock, so that'll be a good test. What's your I, take um, on uh sorry, what's your take on Baylor? Sorry, I'm I was gonna I'm, say I'm all the, over the uh, place. In some of these other league games, that last foul that Ray J. Dennis made, just a ticky tack foul right around center court, knowing you're playing with four fouls in a game and mm-hmm. For them, he was kind of their their only go to offense late in late in the shot clock because Oklahoma State was kind of defending the perimeter pretty well. I mean, the two for fifteen wasn't just Baylor stinking, but you can't make that you can't commit that foul when you're the most important ball handling guard on the team. There's if this was you know if even if this was TCU instead of Oklahoma State or like Texas Tech instead of Oklahoma State that foul loses you the game and Texas Tech sneaks out with like a two point win or something like that compared to OK State. So, you know, I'm still kind of underwhelmed by Baylor. I know that they can play better, but when is that going to come? And and it's got to be that intensity on the defensive side that drives it, because that's you know, that's always been the key to some of these really good Scott Drew teams is they rotate really well and they make every single shot tough to make. Don't see that throughout a game yet. Haven't haven't seen that consistency. So I'm still, you know, weary of how how much they want to commit. I agree. I, I agree. Uh, Impressed, yeah, but not bought. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and uh love was huge today. 17 points off the bench, like you said, Troy. He was the difference. So uh moving on, but before we move along, let's hit it one more ad. And we're brought to you by Game Time Rush. You're the big game time guy here. Talk about a little bit of game time action if you want some tickets, baby. It's the best app by far for any ticket apps, and I've used them all. Um, You're able to to see your view from your seat uh, before the game, and and they have crystal clear pictures, which is great. It's it's seamless interface. It's it's by far the best ticket app. I've been using it for almost 10 years now. Basically, when it came out, um, I started using it. Uh, they do a good job. Obviously, I've gone to Nationals games, uh, hung out with Troy. Uh, Ryan, we used it for the UNLV Hawaii game out in Vegas, uh, you know, Caps games, uh, you know, around around Morgantown as well, of course. It's it's the easiest app, buy the tickets the quickest, the great customer service, and and they're, they really are just the best. They are the best. Snag the tickets without stress with game time. Download that app, create an account. Code CFBX for $20 off first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX, $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. All NFL, NBA, and soccer with historical data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit HOFBets.com, code SGPN, to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All righty, we're back on the Big 12 College Experience. Moving along in the slate, this was a hell of a basketball game. And speaking of Big 12 games, this was a Big 12 game. Oklahoma grinds it out over Iowa State 71-63. Oklahoma led the entire way. Yeah, Troy Boomer Sooner led the entire way. Iowa State, I think, took their first lead at the four, four-and-a-half-minute mark, maybe five. But Oklahoma responded right back. This was when I think of Big 12 basketball, this was the ideal Big 12 basketball game. Troy, your Sooners are rolling. Great win. Thoughts? Um, man, can they shoot the basketball pretty well? I mean, Ooh. 10 of 25 from three. If you're going to yeah. bomb up that many and make 10 three-pointers a game, you're going to you're gonna win a lot of league games in the Big 12. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm back on Porter Moser. All it takes is first league win of the year. Uh, we're back. They they could win. They could win the uh, uh, regular season, baby. Um and honestly, that's probably not a terrible angle. They have a good enough team if, you know, teams get mucked up at the top. You never know if a 13 or 14 win league team, Oklahoma could probably get there if they if they get a couple more bounces in their direction. But, you know, they, I was not, I was not uh, prepared to see them shoot the ball the way they did, especially after the UNC kind of a letdown game. Maybe they thought, you know, we're not that good. We got checked. No, they came right back out, and uh, they look like a team that understands that Big Twelve play really matters, and it does. You can you can yeah. get yourself a three seed by being the the fifth or sixth best team in the conference. I I know this is seven points, but that that does is three possessions. I really felt like this was more of that three to five point game than it was the seven, yeah. and then obviously went up to ten, and then. Um, towards the end there. This, yeah, this is a great game. This was your classic Big 12 game. This was the Oklahoma nut test game, as we talked about uh, yesterday. And they succeeded, and they earned that little number right next to them. I know Iowa State was trying to try and saying, hey, we, we should have that number next to our name. And obviously, it's the Big 12. They're going to have every opportunity to get that. And I think Iowa State at Hilton against Houston is that's going to be Houston's welcome to the Big 12 game. Um I'm already calling it now. I, I love Iowa State in that game, but hey, let's talk about this game more. Uh, Porter Moser, he he showed that, hey, I'm still on the round in the Big 12 one more year. I don't need the SEC quite yet. And hey, this is a time to come alive in the Big 12. We know Oklahoma's uh, home court advantage doesn't mean as much, especially with no students being there. But hey, they they turned around. The energy was there. They were fired up. This this kind of looked like that Oklahoma team we've seen, you know, with Buddy Heald and, you know, really going to the end with those against those press Virginia teams, Ryan. So really impressed with this Oklahoma team was completely wrong again about them. Uh, let's just, I guess the question that remains is, can they keep you this going throughout the big 12 season? Cause like I said, we don't want to overreact anyway either, game. but, yeah. but I mean, this, this was a great, a great step for them. So, Hey, nothing but props for them. Huge, huge step. And Troy touched on the 10 of 25 threes that they made. They weren't just like threes where they're up 10, 15 points. Like it was momentum changing threes that they made. It was 
Iowa State cuts it to one. Boom, right back at you three. Like they made they made some big fucking shots. And I midway through the game when they when they talked about Sister Jean called uh, Porter Mosier right before the game, I was like, "Fuck, we're fucked." <laughs> like they said, they said Sister Jean called Porter Mosier right before the game and wished him luck. I was like, "That fucking damn nun is gonna get us again." So Sister Jean strikes again. Uh, Troy Sooners from here go to. My schedule go. It's not loading. Um, the Boomer Sooner, eleventh in the country. They go to TCU. Going to be challenging. That's a good game. That's that a great. Game. That's a really fucking good game. That's on Wednesday. On the flip side, Iowa State's going to host Houston. Sneak peek. Russian. Russian. I don't know if Troy will join. We're probably going to be on Iowa State. Back in absolutely. Second, back in Hilton. I'm so. betting on the best team in the country. You guys are dumb. <laughs> This is the Big Twelve on the road. They got their they got their snowflake game today. Um, all right, so Oklahoma continues to roll. One and zero in Big Twelve play now. Iowa State drops to zero and one. Next up, I know a lot. I know a lot of people had this game as as a potential upset, but this game was over like the West Virginia game in the first five minutes. Holy fuck! K State beat the shit out of UCF, seventy seven fifty two, and honestly. This wasn't that close. It was 12-0 after the first media. K-State looked like old K-State for a minute there. Um, Troy, thoughts on this one? This is a beatdown. This was the uh, welcome to the Big 12 game. Yeah. This wasn't wasn't, uh, the Houston-West Virginia being the welcome to the Big 12 game. It was actually this one. Um, Yeah, Kansas State showed you how physical the defense can be when teams want to turn it on in the Big 12, and UCF had absolutely no answer. very dumb, very cute play by me to take the points with UCF, but you know, it was never anywhere near that three and a half number. Uh, yeah, right after tip, like as soon as the game started, that was out out the window. So. <laughs> it was like you watch it, you're like, this game. It was just like West Virginia. It's like this game's fucking over. Uh, Rush, how impressed did you walk away with these Wildcats today? I mean, I this is. I don't mean this bad, but I'm really not that impressed i mean i think this is this is what should how bad you see yeah exactly well i mean they, they should win by this much i mean it's good that they didn't blow it like good good for them but it still kind of goes back to like you know well let's let's see more of a body of work from kansas state but hey they didn't blow it that means something um yeah it's it's ucf's gonna at least hopefully ucf and not west virginia is going to be the punching bag of this of the league yeah, this year so Hey, good, good for Kansas State. Let's see how they do. Who do they play next? They're who K State. They're in Morgantown. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. they are in Morgantown. Yeah. So I think the Mavericks are going to get them. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm taking the say I'm taking the points in that game. Yeah, I just I dude. Who knows K-State's with the way been, this season? True, K State's been bad on the road. Um, it was good to see Perry back. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see when Glover's going to be healthy. I like K State is just so such a mystery team with 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 the injuries. I like Perry was back today. Guessman was back today. Uh, Kaluma was really good. So yeah, it was a uh, that was a UCF. Uh, oh, Elliot in the chat. Elliot Elliot money. Quez had a setback with his knee, so I feel like he's had a setback for five straight weeks. So. I guess he's not ready to go, but I mean, they're not going to rush him back to play fucking West Virginia. Um, all right. So K state 
look look good today. I mean, give give them their give them their dues, like Russ said. UCF, they're going to struggle to win any games in this league, so they're at the basement with West Virginia. Next up, oh man, this is a thing of beauty. The Red Raiders go in, guns up, go into uh, Austin. Took the fight right to him. Took the fucking fight right to him. And right after our show yesterday, guys, Pop Isaac, did you guys see that story about how he's going under an investigation with the minor? He played tonight, and he had 21 points. So I don't know what the deal is there. He had 21 um, points. Great night yeah. to have 21 points. There you go. Legal drinking. No problem. Legal drinking. He proved it with how many points he scored. That, that was the plea deal with how many points I scored tomorrow was how old she told me she was. 21. We're good. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. going to come up in the teens. <laughs> Carl Malone yeah. would have scored 14 and like sat on the bench for the rest of the game. <laughs> and, and, and Troy, not to be a hater, I don't think Texas is that good the more and more I watch them. What do you think? I mean, they didn't look that good in this game. They didn't really look like they were prepared at all to respond to any yeah. kind of a run or any kind of a – not necessarily like a complete haymaker to the mouth, but even just a few jabs, it looks like that's all it takes to, you know, get them down. Uh, Max Asmus turns the ball over in really, really dumb scenarios. Like yes. they're not they're not even like good steals or, or, you know, intercepted passes or anything. They're just dumb turnovers. Uh, Got to cut those out, but – yeah, right now I don't think Texas is that great of a team. Uh where where do they go next? Um, Texas from here goes to Cincinnati. See, that could be That's a that could right be rough game. for them. No, that could be but, rough for them. Going on the road. I mean, look at Cincinnati now. Aren't they beating BYU? They are up on BYU. Uh Texas. All looking like a winning day, boys. No, I can't. Dust up, dust up day parlay is taking a big hit here. Yeah, the <laughs> fucking Mormons are going to ruin it. The feds are coming in. The fucking Mormons are going to ruin it at the last hour. Uh, yeah, man. Wow. Uh, so from here, Texas Tech goes to uh, – no, sorry. They got, they got Oklahoma State coming to them. They were – well, we'll see what happens with uh, – with Cincinnati, Texas Tech's only one to win on the road today. Yeah. Or sorry, 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 Baylor. Baylor did. Baylor won on the road. Yeah. Um, scratch Texas that. Tech won I'm on drunk. the road and covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk. Uh, yeah, one on the money line. Well, so Texas Tech playing some good basketball. I like this team, man. They're tough. They fucking grind. They grind you. McCass McCasson's such a better coach than Rodney Terry, man. It's not even close. Like Rodney Terry was just sitting over there, fucking clueless the whole night. Uh, yeah, it, it was like I was saying the last episode is I what well, Rodney Terry stepped in, but that was Chris Beard's team last year. Like when he stepped in and they won the big, like good for them. But then you saw them blow that game to Miami and now he's got a full season and we're seeing his body of work. It, it I'm not sold on him. I don't think either of us here are. And it's already off to a rough start. That's a home game. That's a home game in the big 12. And you're starting Big 12 play when you're rested the most against an in-state rival. You got to figure that out. Yeah, not too many yeah. uh, positives to look at for Texas right now. They're nope. gonna. I mean, if if Rodney Terry is any good of a coach, you'll be able to tell just by seeing a little bit of fight out of him. But you know, Hart, I, I don't know how much I expect that watching them play right now. Yeah, no, I I agree. So everybody to recap, one and zero teams. 
Kansas 1-0, Houston 1-0, Baylor 1-0, Oklahoma 1-0, K-State 1-0. All chalk until the Red Raiders 1-0. Interested to see what happens with the bounce backs. And like you said, we are going live right now during the BYU game. Why is the scoreboard not up? The scoreboard went out on BYU and Cincinnati like it did with Houston. I believe they don't want Cincinnati's, us to see it now. Yeah, Cincinnati's up five with seven and change to go. So this is looking like a loss. I don't do fucking BYU. They they would blow this game on their opener rush. Isn't this like fitting? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, especially like especially because. He was born in Provo, Utah. He's got family names in Iowa. He lives in Morgantown. It's going to be a terrible day. It's been a dust up for me. <laughs> yeah, it's this. This the feds are coming right in, and yeah, yeah you got raided. One, you got raided by the feds. I got. Mm-hmm. It was bad, bad, bad day. What's funny is there's actually because of the Mormon lifestyle. There's actually a lot of Mormons that are feds that work in the federal government for the FBI yeah. and stuff. So. It's actually kind of fitting for BYU to be the ones to to blow this. Yep. It was fucking super so <laughs> They were the yeah. ones leading it. <laughs> uh, all right. Final segment before we get out of here, and we'll be back uh, early next week to preview the weekday because it's the best part about the Big 12. Weekday, Saturday. Introducing a new segment here, the final segment on the Saturday Night Show. Who you are buying a round for. I'll I'll kick it off. I'm up first. I'm going to buy a beverage for Kelvin Sampson. Kel- Kelvin Sampson gets my bar tab tonight as he fucking yeah. bet me over and fucking <laughs> whipped my ass today. Kelvin Sampson, the Houston Cougars get my uh, get my bar tab tonight in, in this late window. Great job, great job. Uh, you guys kicked our ass. I'm not, and they, they're an elite program. They got a great culture. I'm glad they're in the Big Twelve. Um, I hate that they kicked our ass, but yeah, Kelvin Sampson uh, gets the next round for me. How, Troy, who are you buying a round for? He bent uh, you over and made you buy him a beer. I know it's terrible. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking took it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna buy a round. This is gonna be an expensive one because it's three people, but I'm gonna buy a round for the second half uh, live money line Kansas pick. I'm gonna buy a round for the three officials that decided to call a flagrant <laughs> foul. Oh, that's a good one. That's because they saved they saved the hedge because you know I I laid the points with Kansas, so I got fucked there. But it was way easy to look at that money line and, and turn around in the second half, just like just like we said you could do. And you know, I really think you know that four point swing obviously had the biggest outcome on the game. So I'm buying I'm buying beers for the refs at Fog Allen. Uh, might be something you hear a few times this year, to be honest. I, I I probably should do I probably should join you and split the tab with you because I got in on that Kansas live money line. So shout out to you three freaking cowards uh, for uh, getting us uh, the Kansas live money line. Never in doubt because it never is at the fog rush. Um, I know we took some candidates. Who are you going to take? Don't take Cincinnati. It's not over yet. <laughs> oh, I am taking Cincinnati, but not for the reason you expect. They've. They've yeah. been in Provo. It's been a dry couple of days. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a bar exists in Provo. And the fact that they're they going just need there, one. Well, and here's the thing: people don't Winter realize this, the the altitude. <laughs> like alcohol hits a little harder because of the altitude as well. 
And I mean, hey, it, they're going to cover at least the 11 points that we had it on. So, hey, good for them going to Provo, showing up. It's probably been a dry couple of days. Buying a beer for Cincinnati. They've they've <laughs> earned one. Whether even if they lose, even if they blow this game, they've earned one. They've been a dry place for for a couple of days now. Do you think Rush? I was actually thinking about it since I work for Hugs, and obviously it's no secret Bob Huggins likes to drink. It's no secret I like to drink. Do you think that you get a more focused, uh, a, a more focused group when you go to Provo? Do you, like, like I, I know the altitude like is from crazy, the- but 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 like you, there's no alcohol, there's no distractions. It's just plain basketball. Well, I mean. The Michael Jordan playing the Utah Jazz, he's like, dude, there's nothing to do. And he won yeah, his you championships can't get in Utah. He won yeah. the last one in Utah. The only chance that they had against him, if you watched, it wasn't the flu game. It was the bad pizza game when a bunch of Mormons thought they were going to be trying to be tricky and mess around with this pizza, <laughs> Try to get according cold. to him. <laughs> Obviously, we know that wasn't the flu or pizza game. But anyway, that's that that's a side note. Um, I yeah, I think I think what it is is maybe you just get antsy. You just want to get out there. You want to go play, like, and just go back home. You're like, hey, let's just go win, get this over with, and head back. So, it's. But I will say on the reverse end of it is like being around that craziness, and then being like, oh shit, all these guys are actually sober and they're this crazy. Yeah. Then you're then it can also it it, it just depends. Yeah. It depends. No so no clearly, Cincinnati's focused tonight. I just wanted to ask you. I was curious. So, shout out to Chad G with the donation. Cheers, man. Look forward to seeing you in the next show here in a couple minutes. But uh, so we're buying rounds for Kelvin Sampson, the three referees at the fucking fog today, and then the Cincinnati Bearcats because they're backed up and they're ready for a beverage. <laughs> Win or lose, it don't fucking matter. Uh, all right, guys, that was fun. I, I'm I, I'm looking forward to doing this every single Saturday. Chat, make sure you got your notifications turned on. We are the appetizer for the college experience. Mm. Before we go live here, I'll be with uh, Colby and uh, Noah Beanick. The fucking cocktail napkin had a tough day. I, I, did I had a fucking up and down day. I'll talk about it on the next show. But uh, right now, four and two in Big Twelve plays. You guys are three and three. The fucking coin, three Kennedy. and four. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. I was giving you three. We're getting three. eleven <laughs> points. BYU is winning by twelve. 11. Yeah, hey the. Get the sing over. Get the sing. Get the sing overtime. I was thinking and then, about and a, then blow them out. I was thinking about live money line betting them here, uh, but they're twelve of forty from three. No, don't do to, it. Cincinnati's going to go away with this game. I've seen yeah, this a yeah. million times. Yeah. They're they're not making enough from the perimeter for me to think they could, you know, go on a quick six zero run or something like that. So stay away. The fucking Mormons ruined our dust up day parlay. They're not white anymore. We're, we're I not, told you why a lot of them work in the government because yeah. of their clean lifestyle. Fucking I'm fed. telling you. If you had been on the show last night, you could have talked us out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, it was just like January 6th. Like they had their fun. And then all of a sudden the feds fucking came in and then the fun was over. So fucking BYU bullshit. fucking ruined the shit. So, all right, that's a now fucking uh, talking. January 6th ends here in 11 minutes and BYU is ending this goddamn fucking parlay that we beautifully constructed last night after about fucking four or five whiskeys and whatever everybody was drinking. So, uh, we'll see you guys in a couple minutes over at the college basketball experience. Go check out the Ryan and Russ show. Go check out Troy tuning for his picks as well. Giving out hockey winners left and right. 
rush as well on the NFL. Col- or there's no more college football. Uh, I guess we got Michigan and TCU. But uh, any last words, guys, before we get up on uh, out of here? SDS championship tomorrow, too. How ridiculous is that? That is the that stupidest fucking. Why was it we got a today? couple more minutes here. Why was that it not is... a one? Why was it not a one o'clock game today? So here, why was it not where... Friday night? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Friday night, you make the NFL games one and four in the national championship tonight. How? Figure that out. I don't get it. I don't get figure it. Figure it out. Why would you go two o'clock? If you Eastern want four hours of 18, commercials, five hours of commercials, figure that out. It's the dumbest. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Let's put our. We're trying to get more viewers. I'm going to ask Colby because Colby hosts the FCS experience. We we're trying to get more viewers on the FCS. I like the FCS. I've enjoyed the playoffs. It's been fun to watch. Let's put it right in the smack of NFL Week 18, the most popular sport, whether people want to admit it or not. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, the thing about the FCS too, it's the new like. The guys playing for the love of the game now that you can make money in division one like absolutely like yeah. how it's, it's some it's people's so children i just don't hey shout out to chad g thanks for the five bucks actually that can yes, still sir. get you a solid round in morgantown too so you know morgantown you can Sh- uh fighting that uh inflation in morgantown our beer will always stay consistently priced <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. I can't wait to go to Morgantown next Saturday. I, I probably won't even watch the game when we play Texas, but I'll enjoy Morgantown. So, uh, all right, guys, Always. we'll see. We'll see you over at the College Basketball Experience here in a little bit. Make sure you're make sure you're subscribed to all channels: College Football Experience, FCS Experience, um, College Baseball Experience. Getting ready to kick off with Noah mm. Phoenix. Yeah, give us some thumbs up on this on this video too. If you're oh, watching yeah. on and, YouTube, and yours truly, everybody, the Big Twelve Experience. Revving this thing up for uh, Big 12 basketball, the best damn league in the land. See you guys in a little bit, and we are out of here. This is really a horrible week for Tetris.